I mean, the statement hard work versus smart work, I go with the hybrid. I definitely think it, it depends at the stage in your life that you are in and where, where that hard work is or smart work is needed. Beginning of my journey, um, in, in terms of my, my educational journey, etc., definitely hard work took me far. <laughs> okay, okay, guys, you are welcome to Productivity Part 2. We spoke about the, the different methodologies, etc. We, we ended with tools even that one could use what you were suggesting we focused a little bit on on what you do to be productive from the why why you do what you do which was one of the things that came up and the methodologies like journaling which which came up um planning uh, taking a break what bemisola you mentioned that at the time that sometimes you you know you take a holiday for yourself and leave the kids and and the dad um, all alone and take time for you and then we went into tools that you use for productivity in a nutshell but we said we would like to focus and go a little bit in depth um, in terms of productivity scenarios okay so first of all let's talk about working hard versus working smart <laughs> what <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm laughing because that was me when I started working. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Yeah, I, I used to think that clocking in long hours meant that I, were, I was really good at my job. You know, like I'll be the first person to arrive at the office, the last person to leave. And sometimes I would even be doing things on the weekend, you know. And even like... I will try and hide that I'm even working like at odd hours. So I'll try and schedule the emails so that they get to my manager at the normal okay hours. And then one day it didn't work. Like my my scheduling, <laughs> my scheduling didn't work. So so she then called me and said, Claudine, why, why, what were you doing in the office on Sunday? Oh, wow. You know? And then we really had a, a good conversation about it's okay to 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 work you know when we have deadlines but you really need to to really go back and look at your time and yeah so that's why i was laughing <laughs> okay but let me ask you claudine before we come to you claire why were you doing that was it was it um were you trying to you know just be ahead or did you just like have a lot to catch up on what was going on um to be honest, I don't know how to say this in a way where I, I don't sound like I'm, I'm like a victim. But where I am, I always feel like I always have to work twice as hard to just to get mm. half mm. of what my German mm. colleagues do, mm. right? Mm. So it's okay. like if I have emails in German or I have text in German and I have to write something, I always know that I need to read that particular email two or three times. And then for me to answer it as well, 
I, I need more time, right? So I always felt like I needed to compensate for the time which I was losing, right? Mm. Because if, if my German colleague gets an email, she will read it once, she will respond to it in 50, in five minutes, she would be done. But on my end, I would actually need 15 minutes for that. Mm. So I, I was losing time at work on some things just because I'm not the native speaker, native. you know. So mm. I had to make up for that. And um, at the beginning, I also felt like it wouldn't be justified to then say, hey, I'm not able to do four tax returns in a week. I'm only able to do two because I'm not a native. Because for me, that was just not justified. So this is why I, I was doing that. Mm. But, wow, thank but you. I, yeah. Oh, you wanted to say something? Go ahead. I wanted to say, but I've since changed it, though, because um, I got to a point where I realized I'm in the company because of certain strengths, right? They, they brought me in because of, of my international background, because of my strengths. So I realized that it was because the tasks that I had on my desk were not really the ones where I was able to be effective. So I mm. had to like speak up, you know, and say, hey, can you please give me a little bit more of this? And then I will be able to thrive on those things. So that's how I kind of like found the balance. So, yeah. Wow. So I was about to get into church of black. Mm, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Okay. Claire. No, I, I loved Claudine's story. And um, I wanted to ask a couple of things to Claudine in the sense of with the German language, do you also now, for, for example, I don't know, maybe now it's a little bit too much into the, the future. I believe your German is now really, really good. But did you also get help from German colleagues in terms of reading emails or in the way that they responded in, the, in that circumstance for the language part? Um, oh my goodness, this is such a difficult question. So yes and no, right? Um, it, it depends. There were some colleagues who have this uh, elbow mentality where they know that if you are slow, if you're not doing well, then they are shining, right? Hmm. So those particular people not really help me. And, and some of them, I, I would say, hey, can you quickly proofread my email? And they will proofread it, but not thoroughly. And it will still have mistakes, right? And I will send it out. And then later, mm. the manager will come and say, hey, did you see you sent that email? It's actually wrong. Why don't you send it to someone else before you send it out? And I'll be like, I did mm. actually. <laughs> and they will just sit there and mm -hmm. not say anything. anything. And then after the manager has gone, they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I overlooked hmm. that. I didn't see it, you know? <laughs> So I, I had to deal with that. But then um, I guess you, you then get to know people. You get to know the people who are genuine, who really want to help you, and those people who are, like, really interested in just getting to the top. So, so yeah, um, I did get help, but it was it took a lot of understanding where to get the help from because not everyone will really help you. Sometimes people will say they are helping you and they will go back to the manager behind your back and say, I can't even do my job because she's asking me this every few minutes, you know. 
So, so oh my god, scandalous! This is a very top competitive. This is very toxic comp competition. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was toxic. It was toxic. I've had places where if my colleague did the mistake, she would just apologize to me in the email and say, Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, but then if I was the one who had done the mistake, then she would call it out and put the manager on CC, you know, and you're like, Ooh, what, what's that? <laughs> and, and, and first I was just like, cause I don't like to play the elbow mentality game. You know, I am always like, just, I can stand up and come to your office. Why do I need to send you an email if we're just like flows across, right? So, but it takes a lot of understanding because at some point I felt like retaliating as well to say when there's something, then I also put the manager on CC, but it's like, that's not my working style. That's not how I work. So I'm not really going to allow someone to really change me, you know? So yeah, but, but, but it, it got better. It got better. People test you as we were saying in the other episode. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, or throughout, I think through, through I think throughout, no, I, I, was, I was just saying that I, I think throughout anyway, um, your character is put to, to test, absolutely. Um, I mean, the statement hard work versus smart work, I go with the hybrid. I definitely think it, it depends at the stage in your life that you are in and where, where that hard work is or smart work is needed. Beginning of my journey, um, in, in terms of my, my educational journey, etc., definitely hard work took me far. Um, hard work gave me the character that I have today. I'm also very lazy in, in things that I feel are not, are not valuable to me, you know, in, in a way. Um, so I have though mapped up the things that I, I think now are very valuable to me because time is so, so, so precious. You only have very little of it. And there are things that I can spend more time on. Um, and they are three things that I would say I, I really do try, try being the word, try to spend time on, which is people which is why I love to call versus the, the text. If, if I have something that's very important, I either throw a voice note, I call. Um, I think right now where I am, the relationships are so important because that's, that's somehow, you know, not, 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 um, not a one-time-off thing, but I think the circles that you have are, are so important because you're not an island. You, you are... A collective of of people, so that's strategic for me because I don't have very large circles. I, I intentionally choose people who I I spend time with. That's one. Uh, the other part is on hard hard work. I have learned over time that you, it's not about hard work only. I think hard work is important. I would definitely raise up my my siblings or kids in the future to say hard work is important, um, but it's not the only thing. There's so many other things that will come to play. Um, for example, the acknowledgement that 
what you study is actually not that relevant to society, especially if you're studying now and still using traditional ways uh, or still learning traditional things in the books. They're not relevant anymore. So that that's no matter how hard you work and have a competency after school, it's just not going to cut it for you. I don't think that's what what will make you successful. So I, I try to balance both. Do I have stories? I have a lot, but I think the <laughs> only one I can think of is you will not believe it, but there was a time when I was in Ivory Coast, like my first one week in Ivory Coast, I was carrying cocoa beans, like sacks of cocoa beans, like 10 kilograms. Like I not, I don't even think it was 10 kilograms, but there were just too much of like, I was literally carrying cocoa beans. Um, you know, just, I was literally doing the dirty work. Um, in my first two weeks, I might have lost my memory. I think it might have even stretched for two months, but I might have lost that memory. But I'll tell you that that time for me was the time where I was questioning, why did I ever go to school? You know, did I go now to be carrying, you know, the, the cocoa bags and whatever? And, and then one time, and and you know why this was? It was because we were building for the first time. A, it was an R&D lab in Ivory Coast. And it was really the groundwork. Um, there was no research and development within the West African band. And it was crazy because that was 2012. And it meant that a lot of the things, it was almost like a little startup in a big company. And so a lot of the groundwork had to be done. By, by the team that was being set up there, which meant a lot of hard work, for example, putting up the machinery, things I never studied in school. But I'll tell you that I, I thank God for having been in that circumstances because when I then in the next, I think half a year after that, I was able to be very successful in the way that we ran the process because I knew what it meant. I knew the things that were so mundane and very hard to do when the team started growing. And I owe that hard work or the, you know, the, at least the growth and the whole strategic way of that to the initial hard work, even though it wasn't beautiful, it wasn't shining gold, whatever, it was hard. I, I, I had moments where I would pass out because I was super tired. Wow. Um, so I would literally just go home and, and my body, because I mean, it was basically like working in the fields. <laughs> and, and then so for me, when I experienced France, I was not, it made me stronger because I knew the journey that I'd gone through. And I was not, I didn't blink an eye when I sent in my resignation, when I felt that I was not treated as an equal because of the journey that I'd gone through. So I just remember those times and that was hard work. And it's not something that I want, I would wish upon somebody to do for long periods of time. But I always say to young graduates, please spend time on the shop floor, at least for three months of your life, doing the repetitive work, doing that stuff that nobody wants to do, experience it because then you'll know how to lead teams, how when people say, I can't do it. Or when people are saying in the mindset, you know what it means because you have experienced it. So I thank God, I thank God for that, but I don't want to do it for the rest of my life. That's the story. <laughs> I am. 
I mean, I think we need to differentiate what type of hard work we really mean, right? Because like Clay is saying from her story, she really did the hard manual labor work, but it was work towards something. Yeah, it was relatable to the industry. In, in my story, like what, what I'm trying to, to go at is if you're just putting in so much time on a task which is not even important, I don't know how I can even explain this. So let's say um, you need to move water from point A to point B, right? And instead of you moving that 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 water from point A to point B, you're just digging a hole. So you're, you're doing <laughs> so much hard work, but it's not the task which is at hand, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So 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 I feel like there's a difference because if you're putting in hard work, but it's it's towards your your task or your job definitely it will add and value at some point but there are people who just work hard it wasn't nothing. i ha- i have to say it wasn't i will be very honest to you no way because i remember like after the two two i i honestly think it was uh some months like i think it was two months or something but i went through my contract like is this really part it wasn't it was no way part of my job uh, what I want to bring at is sometimes I hear, especially now when hiring Gen Z, right? Really young, young, um, I don't know, 21 or 20, yeah, 20 and above. Uh, most of them already have a vision to work in the office in the most strategic projects. But to in order to be valuable in a strategic project in the offices or whatever it is you want to be uh, i don't know want to aim for coc whatever executive suit i think to be successful you need to have experienced how ineffective it is to move a bottle of water from a to b i think you need to have experienced that especially now where a lot of the stuff is is you know is being automated, and you even have um, young engineers. I, let me go into my field a little bit deeper. You have automotive engineers who have studied computer science, etc., but they don't know the actual relevant information in order to be successful. Which is yes, you might be able to code and you might have the degree and everything but i really say in order to differentiate yourself do the hard work do the mundane stuff that people think oh this is so useless even if it's outside of your work field just go into at least one 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 week at least spend one week where you see what mundane work is like one type of work is in the automation when you eat your your chocolate bar right you have the biscuits you can chew you have all the ingredients that's technology but in order for that to work i would say one would have needed to be on a line where people actually have a job and they're paid quite a good sum for it to just put a biscuit in its place it's still a job today where you just put a biscuit that's what you're doing you're basically just moving your hand putting the biscuit putting the biscuit and then i think it's Claire, important to have experienced that i have a question for you though claire because we are talking about productivity at work right we're talking about working hard versus working smart right and when when, when we're comparing these two we're looking at it that okay this is the goal this is the objective 
of the work. So say for your work, right? Let's let me use the chocolate that you mentioned, right? The goal is to be able to um produce chocolate for the the customer. Now, hard work, you know, was what you did, right? You know, having to carry, you know, those heavy um cocoa beans and all of that. Smart work would be what probably would somebody would do today with all the, you know, automated machines that can, you know, carry that for you. So I I really want to understand where you know you're coming from. Are you saying even if somebody you know has access to the technologies that you know make the work easier and faster, they should still go through the you know manual and mundane aspects? I, I want to really understand. Yeah, I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying for you to have a successful automated process, for me to then have made it to where I was, particularly to even have left that industry was because I knew what it meant to have done that work and have seen people do it. And I was also able to put a certain respect to people. And when we then did the automation, it wasn't that the vision wasn't there to automate. That was the whole idea to have an R&D lab. But what I'm saying is even now, if you are, I'll give an example of a pilot um, in the private license, whatever. Even if you have automation and technology, you have the smart work. But the hard work, at least you need to have experienced a portion of hard work, which is you need to know how to land the plane in the case that all of this crashes. You need to still be able to land a plane. And that's hard work because you're using your brain. You're using, you, you basically, it's not what you're supposed to do on a day-to-day because you'll be inefficient, but you know how to do it. And that's how you yourself can then have original ideas on that process. So for in example, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because if you want to have a productive day, you need to have an experienced and unproductive day. In order to say, this is now productivity for me. And this is what I find is missing. And it's a huge gap, especially when when I'm I'm speaking. Maybe I'm I'm not looking in the right places with with our teams. But when looking for Gen Z, especially young people, to work with, that's a skill that's lacking. And it's really the understanding. It's, It's for me, humility sometimes. Just understanding that it's not all smart work that just appears out of nowhere yes yes that's just what i was going to say that it it um i mean it, it's it's still applicable because even what claire is really saying is at the end of the day smart work still pays off but to really appreciate the smart work then you must have you know gone through a, a phase of hard work right and then you can even you know, then you're able to automate a smart work that actually works. Right. No, so, I get that. so yeah, I, I think, I think that makes sense. So I guess to answer the question, then I, I think what we're saying is it really can't be a versus, right? So you really can't have work hard versus working smart, but then it, it comes together. So even to, to enhance your productivity at work, you really have to had both so you're working hard but at the same time you're working smart if there's something you can do 
you know faster if there's a if something that you can do easier then you want to you know incorporate that you know as well as you know um working with your energy as well so so yeah and i think that that you know still sort of leads us to the next thing that we're going to talk about which you know um is shining at work and um claudine i i really want to pose this to you so how were you able you know in the midst of you know the challenges and having to work over time to um you know make up for you know the um language differences and you know everything else how were you able to shine at work um i was raised in a way to say that your work should always do the talking for you i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but i've always been like that you know to say my, my work will do the talking for me before i actually start to beat my own drum so so at work it was always like I mean, if you're really doing a good job with the clients, they'll always come back and say, hey, where's Claudine? I like Claudine. You know, you always get the reviews and people will notice you. So I've found that my work does the noise for me. I don't really have to go in with the elbow mentality. It's like my work will yeah, do the talking for me. But I've also found that like standing up for myself is very, very important because sometimes it takes time for the work to do the talking. So for the colleagues, when they were really doing these things, I now got to a point where I would say, listen, I don't like what, what you did. You know, why are you doing that? Like I would really point it out and then they would say, oh, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean it that way. And then they would stop doing it, right? So it's just, yeah, let the work talk, but also make sure that when people really overstep that you tell them. I, I'm quite passionate about the, the whole career thing, especially as a woman, because of what I've experienced, uh, particularly in France. I, I really, I owe a lot to my the French, the French people. Thank you, guys. I have to applaud them. Um, no, why? I, I do. Yes, because I, I really have high respect for black people that are navigating in, in France because I guess I can understand for people who've been in the UK because now I meet a lot of people in the UK. They're like, oh, you haven't seen racism until you've been to the UK. And I'm like, oh, France was it for me, you know? And and especially for women and black. Um, so I, I do think that, especially in, in the career sphere, strategy is more important than than you alone and what you do. By, by strategy, I mean your alliances, uh, really building genuine, genuine strong circles. So your work alone in the career sphere, particularly if you want to grow and, and level up, will not cut it uh, because you have so many experienced people and worse if you're a foreigner, and are a woman, I do agree, you need to work twice, if not even three times as, as hard um, in order to get to similar positions um, to like male peers. That's, that's the way it is right now because of the setup. Things are changing, but I have to say that I've learned that smart work um, 
alone is not it, especially for, for the tech world. This is why I was just emphasizing the whole, I, I do think that what will set really good people is people who know the real processes, like the real down-to-earth processes um, in whatever you do be when, when you start doing the smart work. And then when you start doing good work and you're shining, that you have really strong alliances, that it's not just you when you walk into the room and say, I am successful, but you're saying we are successful. And for that, you need to have identified your your G unit at work. Who are your G unit? Where I really love, love it when when teams, I actually look out and I write sometimes in 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 you know in a little book when people go like, oh, I'm so thankful for so-and-so because they helped me do this and now this is the product. Uh, because that shows me that it's not an I, I, I. It's, it's we are successful. And what they've done is they haven't just put themselves on the spotlight, but they've also put their colleague on the spotlight. And I love that. Um, and then so when I go into things and we are successful, I, I might have, maybe in the beginning, but the more now as, as I mature is I always try to identify at least three people who were a huge part of that success. And I always go into the presentation or whatever it is and I say, oh, you know what? I'm truly thankful for so-and-so. They did this and this and this. And because of that, we're here now. And we still have challenges, but we're going to talk to so-and-so. And now I know that I've I've put not just the spotlight on me and my work, but on the team and on other functions, especially. And it also has to be strategic because if, for example, I am, I'm just, I try to be in the shoes of the person who it is that you're trying to, to showcase what you have done. If it's a person from, a, I don't know, from another department, you want to be sure that A, they walk out knowing how their team are also contributing to what you're doing, if they have. And B, what they can do for you to be a sponsor on those things that you need to be even more successful. So what in essence, you don't just shine a spotlight on yourself, but you walk out and say, hey, we did this. And oh, by the way, we still have this thing and it's a huge opportunity and we might need this and these people in order to do that. And, then, and that's for me a level of maturity that I've seen more and more in, in people it's not always the case. There are, of course, some assholes in, in every place. But these are the things that I look out for. Yeah, especially, especially like if you, if you, if you work in teams, all right, like it's a, it's a neutral assignment. And right, like there's no like leader, there's nobody that can really say, oh, I did this, right? Or like even if you work under your manager and like you give them an idea, they don't give back the credit. Right? How how do you guys you know deal with that? I mean, oh God, <laughs> I'm the I'm the peacemaker, right? I'm I'm, I'm yeah, it's bad, but I am. Um, 
I don't check those people, you know, because I always believe in the greater good. Like I always believe that the universe always aligns somehow. If you steal the shine for yourself, it's fine. I always believe that it will backfire. So I usually just let those people be because believe me, you, there always comes a time where it really backfires on them. So it's always like, I don't know, I'm very laid back. I don't know. I don't have an answer for this one because I think it's it's context. I've had experiences and I've had to check myself as well um, because in some cases they, there hasn't been clarity on, on roles. What I've really gone by is I, I think right now where I am is I'm being challenged in terms of my maturity level as well because... I think it's so easy to go into to fight, especially if you feel, oh, I'm not, I'm not represented and, oh, I have to work three times as hard. Da, 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 da. It's easy to go into fight. But somebody told me once, and they're like, it's good to be calm and just keep calm and, and, and have a very strategic way to, to, A, not come off as aggressive, because at the end of the day, if that person is on your team, you want to be sure that you shine that element that you are a team. Especially if you are in a meeting with, with allies that are not in your function, that are outside. Because people love it when there's drama in, in certain teams and functions, right? But when you go outside, if it's just you and that person, there needs to be strong clarity on what ha- just happened and what was the cause of that. And I've had to check myself in the sense of, in some cases, um, some of the people were unaware of, of that because they're like, oh, let, let's sit down and now define roles. Because I've been in instances where where functions were created or roles were created like the the roles that i've taken up sometimes were were new roles which means there was a green field and anything could happen and people tread people you know people are navigating as well and i and i've discovered that sometimes people don't wake up and be like oh i want to take the shine but people want to be successful and and i've had to grow up as well in terms of what's the end goal do we both want to win do I want to win? Uh, and in most cases, I want us, especially if we're in the same team, to win. And I've had to check myself in terms of how am I responsible for what just happened? Uh, is it that we didn't have clear roles? We didn't speak about it before? Could I have taken up that leadership and said, hey, let's discuss in terms of what our roles are and how we want to go into that meeting? Uh, because... I've discovered that sometimes it's easy to go into the political fights, um, political dynamics. It's easy, especially as a woman, because it's a trigger for me because I'm mostly one of the only women. And I sometimes feel, oh, this was unfair. But I've had, I have to be really honest, I've had to check myself a lot in order to preserve my well-being and in order to be in control to say, well, look, let me check what I can control and I've called up meetings where I've said, hey, look, this is what happened. I felt frustrated and I didn't 
point the finger, even though I wanted to be like, what the hell were you thinking? You know, this puts me in a position of like, but I, I didn't because then I, I actually had, had to check myself and say, well, what is it that, that is important? Because at the end of the day, some of these people have been at the work for 20 years plus and they have a very good network. So I'd be very stupid to to do certain impulsive things just because I felt, well, they took the shine in that. But it has happened a lot, actually, especially with men peers. Um, and I've had to check them outside, not when we're in the meetings, but outside and say, hey, look, this is what happened. And I'm in this role and I need us to be successful. How do we do it? What do you need? that you are also in a position to be successful and I'm also in a position to be successful. But I can't because right now the stakeholders don't have full trust in what I'm doing. So I need you to put up a word for me in the next meeting. And it's worked out really well, I have to say. Hmm. So I took myself. So, well, Okay, so I, I used to be like Claudine a lot of the, a while back, and I would just be like, so even if people like uh, commended my work and my boss was like, oh, I see your work is so happy. Like, oh, no, it's okay. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> but then I, I heard about the term or um, I saw somebody talk about the term humble, humble, humble brag. <laughs> Have you guys heard that before? A no, little bit. What is, Go ahead. What is explain. <laughs> <laughs> okay so apparently it's just sort of like you just brag but with all humility <laughs> oh my god can you give an example can you give an example <laughs> okay so for me like what i do now is like so if someone says oh oh i see you're working so hard well then i'll be like yes i'm really working hard you know but you know <clears throat> I'm just doing, you know, what I can do and I'm putting in my best efforts and I'm getting results and I'm bragging really, but Oh my gosh. Sneaky. That's but very no, sneaky. Guys, <laughs> I, I I know, but but I I actually noticed that be, unlike before when people would just be like, oh, yeah, she's working out. People are like, oh, people actually are echoing what I'm saying to them. So now when like my boss talks about my job, he's like, oh, yeah, she works really hard and she's doing what she's, you know, um, and she's putting in a like I hear him really saying the words that I'm saying to him to like our international um supervisors i'm like mm, no okay i was saying i think you really have to be careful on that one because i feel like people can see through you know like if, if it's not really genuine or if you're really doing the humble break i feel like some people will be able to actually pick it out to say oh okay so this is a humble break okay i see you <laughs> I mean really I don't care if you pick it because I'm not going to I'm not lying. I'm I'm saying the truth, right? I'm I'm working hard and hitting my target and doing what I'm supposed to do, but I'm not going to hide it. I'm not just going to try and say, "Oh, I'm just, you know, just doing what I ought to do." Mm-hmm. I I love it. Though. I mean, I right? because and I love what you said 
Bemisola, in a way, um, I'm also careful, but on the other hand, I take it as you're branding yourself as somebody who is that character, I guess, and people are echoing that, um, which is actually quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the the the, the point really is just to, I mean, for me, just to you know own it. You know, somebody told me one day. You know, she she's like a mentor to me, and you know, I, I talk to her a lot, and you know, she sees a lot of things that you know I do, and I I just ask her, I'm like, I need you to, you know, just give me feedback, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. about what you think mm-hmm. about my work, and she's like, I see you doing amazing things, but you just always have this self doubt, mm-hmm. like girl, and, and this is our own words, and she's like, girl, just own it, just own it right so and and you know that was where i was like okay you know what maybe i will just own it right so i'm doing amazing okay <laughs> right so because because sometimes we we need that you know uh, um especially you know sometimes in the workplaces where you know and and it's it's a thin line really like between you know needing to be validated every time and just really stating the fact that you know what you are doing Hmm. a great job everybody needs that encouragement from time to time everybody needs to know you know that you know you you are getting it right and sometimes it's not going to come from other people so sometimes you just have to brag about yourself (laughs) right so um so i i mean i guess i guess it's it's okay um yeah so Hmm. i would say um i would if if i may just add one thing um i mean the the whole careers thing is something that gets me talking a lot um just just because of of the personal journey and and stuff um i i really think you know from from the whole conversation also from the experience what claudine shared bemisola what you shared as well in in the position that you are in I I strongly have the belief that we we are owners, and I love when you say that because even in the case where where somebody's coming in and 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 um, for lack of a better term misbehaving or being malicious or whatever, um, I do think there's a certain amount of of ownership and influence that we have to things and situations, um, especially in the workplace. And as women, even much so, because believe it or not, I, I think if, if you are uh, one of the few minorities, people are watching, and it sounds harsh, but because of that, you even have a, a, a capacity to influence things and, and maybe put people in check, but also put your own self in check in terms of how are you uh, perpetuating that how are you magnifying that you know in in the culture or whatever that's happening uh, because what i found is sometimes even that person and here i'll call it the white male um isn't always uh, willing to acknowledge the privilege that they have uh or in the case of of people that are trying to get ahead they're trying to get ahead because that's sort of the culture that has been perpetuated right uh and if, if you are especially a minority, I think you have a bigger sphere to, to make an impact and to own the sphere and to, to be okay in being the one who comes up with solutions. 
Because what I found when I say check myself is that I found that sometimes you come in with a complaint like, oh, I didn't like this or, oh, that wasn't right. But then what? So what? So what, what do you want to change? And I find that helps people to actually then grasp if you come in with the solution and then say, well, look, this is what I've experienced right now. And I think if we were to change one or two things, this would be helpful. And you test it out because it's not just a dictatorship where you come in and say, this is not okay, let's change it. You test it out. And if you find that's the best way, you have changed the framework and you're changing the culture bit by bit. And I found, honestly, it has worked for me because I find people want to do the right thing. At least most people want to do the right thing. And, and even those people who are getting older and are holding on to power, um, they also want to, at some moment in time, even when I speak to, to my hardcore father, he's talking about the soft side of him. is like, oh, I, I want to make sure that the young people are, are equipped uh, and that's how the whole thing works. And I think these people who are in those positions also need guidance from us to, in order to say, how is a productive setup looking like? Uh, what do you want to change in order for you to be successful in the workplace? And not just you, because I find that that ego also doesn't work if you just come in and say, well, I want to be successful. So what? So does everyone else. But if you come in with a really uh, a mindset that's beyond you, that is what will make you a, a leader because, in essence, you're not just being productive for yourself but also for other people and you're coming in with solutions to, to change that ecosystem. I really feel like that I'm a change driver. Like, this, like what Clay is saying, the visibility, right? People are watching. And with me, I, I really feel that because I recently started a new role and I mean, I, I do like to dress a certain way because I've, I've always liked being the career girl and I do that a lot. And even though people at work dress down a bit, when I feel like really looking the part, I still do that, right? And I do find that there's so much visibility. It's like people are really watching you. People notice you. So, but... but well, yeah, people notice. But now I, I actually, like before, my, my first instinct was to run try and hide make myself small but but now i'm actually owning it you know own it <laughs> yeah definitely yeah own it all right guys so i think this brings us to the end of productivity and i think that we were able to establish that being productive at work is a combination of working hard and working smart and that it's okay to shine it's okay to own it and you know and it's okay to carry it's okay to take that credit I'm just joking. Please, no. Please, no. If it's as okay, run. Run, run, please. Run. <laughs> she said, as run. long as you have the strategy, then it's okay. <laughs> strategy, strategy, strategy. <laughs>